What's up? Good morning and welcome to Daddy League's podcast, The Talk. I'm your host, Nate. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, let me bring in my co-host, the man of NBC, Mr. Pooty T. How you doing this morning, buddy? Pretty good, man. Just a little bit wet, but doing pretty good. It's been raining here for like the last three days. All right, we're going to be honest. This is part two. Ooh, it's really loud on your side. I don't know what... Under Armour and Nike. You're listening to Under Armour and Nike. I don't know what happened there. (laughs) This is part two of this stream because part one got shut down thanks to YouTube. And matter of fact, let me just pause for just a second. Let me just make sure. We got shut down on the first stream because uh, we were... Oh, there it is. Okay, we're not shut down this time, which is a good thing. We were shut down because we were showing video from EA Play and the Madden section, and evidently, even though we were not showing the videos our own, and even though we made sure that you could see EA Play, and it was from the EA website and all that fun stuff, um, YouTube said no bueno, so they shut us down. So this is part two. You're not going to get any video, but it's all out there. Go to EA's YouTube page. Go to um, their Gridiron Notes and their news section on their Madden 20 website. You can see everything that you need to see there. Go to the 2 hour and 42 mark, and that's where the Madden section will start. But we're going to jump right back into part two of this. We got a little warm-up, you and I, Booty T. We get another one. Here we go. Let's talk about gameplay. So there wasn't a ton of gameplay. We didn't get to see hours and hours of all this gameplay. And honestly, it was a, a little hyped up that even at the beginning of their stream, they talked about we, we listened to feedback and we heard what you wanted and, and you wanted gameplay. And then they showed us like less than two minutes of gameplay. But... Um, we did get to see a little bit of gameplay and then we've got our friends out there expert and Hollywood and many 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 other people that are out there at EA Play who got it in their hands and they're posting videos on Twitter and they're talking about it so what did you hear about gameplay what did you see from gameplay what are some of the things that you thought when we talk about gameplay well I noticed that the uh, it looked like the player movement was a little smoother and that's what it seems like everyone keeps coming back and saying that feel smoother um so that's, that's good that the players can move around a little a little better uh one thing i, I do kind of wonder because this is not something they actually ever talked about was you know can linebackers still cover half the field if they can move smoother kind of makes me wonder can they still get that ability back i know they said they can't jump and get those 10 foot you know catches but um i kind of wonder about it you know are is the linebackers moving so smooth that they can still cover half the field? Um, I saw it looked like some of the blocking was a little better on some some of the plays. Like one of them, a linebacker was coming in and the left guard was standing there, and instead of standing still and doing nothing and letting him go by, he actually picked up the block. I saw a couple of times where the running backs did some cut blocks and took the legs out as a line, uh, the defensive lineman coming in. So, just like you said, out of the out of the short clips they gave because it was short clips and. It's kind of what I expected, you know. They they hyped up like they were going to show a lot, and of course, they underdelivered, which is typical of EA, in my opinion. But um, you know, they had 30 minutes. They did show some things. Um, I was kind of curious why there was no run plays run in those videos. Yeah, you brought that up earlier, and that's a really good point that they didn't. It really the few plays that we've seen were pass plays. I would like to have seen run plays and how they executed, but you know, we'll we'll see that in a few weeks. Uh, I guess or whatever, but um, 
overall, I mean, I couldn't take a whole lot away from it. Um, it did look a little smoother. That's that's about the best I could get out of it. Yeah, we're going to talk about player movement here in just a second, but I agree with you. Um, I remember seeing one play where it was either the fullback or the runback was is like one of those reverse plays, and he did go out and just kind of stand in an area. Um, you know, maybe that is just what it is going to be, but um, it did seem like you said there were there were some points where we got to see some better things, but it was pretty short and sweet. And I can really only go by what we are hearing from people like Expert and people like the Baden uh, Bomber League and, and other leagues that were at EA Play that are posting videos. I even watched one from Sports Gamers Online this morning that just talked about you that those days of covering all the routes with one player, you know, a 68 overall you know, fast linebacker, that those days are probably gone. And that that's that's a fun thing to hear, right? And that's a good thing to hear because we – that's a step in the right direction. Um, but like you said, I think we'll know more when we get more videos. They're not going to be able to show gameplay, but they're going to talk about gameplay from EA Play. I think we'll blast that out on all of our, you know, accounts here at Grown Folks and make sure that um, we share anything that we see. But I think also as the, the beta comes out, even though it's a closed beta, I think a lot of people will get their hands on it. And I'm, I'm hoping like Pooty T or somebody here can get their hands on it uh, so that we can get some really good feedback. But let's talk about a big portion of that gameplay, and that's player movement. I even heard one person uh, coin it as player movement 2.0. I think that was from the Sports Gamers Online video that I had seen. Um, and they're saying that what they are feeling right now today is what we thought we were going to get in Madden 19, that uh, that when you're trying to just make those little moves to the left or to the right, you don't get that abrupt horizontal run stop situation that you're actually getting those little jukes, those little shimmies, those little moves. I know in the run game, that's going to be so important when there's just this little sliver of a hole that you see and you're trying to just barely make a move in there. And all of a sudden your, your guys freaking off into the back of a offensive lineman or off into a whole nother gap that you didn't want to go. Um, but overall, what did you see from player movement and what are you hearing about player movement that either concerns you or excites you? Well, you know, like I said, it seems like everyone says that it's smoother, and I hope that that continues to uh, to be the case when it's launched and after launch. Um, last year, it seemed like a lot of times the players would be stiff or you just didn't have a good smooth movement. Um, of course, there's also got to be a balance there. You know, a few years ago, we had a problem where it was like, it felt like you were gliding on ice a lot. Are, are skating basically um, I really hope that it doesn't, it doesn't get so smooth that your players feel like that again where you're yeah, just like, sure. like it, there needs to be physics in the game which I feel like this game lacks which is kind of odd that it's a football game and it lacks physics that bothers me a lot so um, you know there was one play and I, I know they said this was um, it may be something that was special to Mahomes about how he can you know he has the ability to evade rush and stuff he was he was full on running to the right and I mean he stopped on less than a dime like half a dime and made a complete 180 the opposite direction just wide open and it seemed like in the video he didn't really lose any speed in doing that now I get which we've seen in the past yeah and I get you want to make uh, you know a mobile quarterback be able to get away better than a Ben Roethlisberger 
I get yeah. that, and it's, I'm not saying it should, but I don't think that I don't think the guy should be able to just stop like that, and basically, and not, almost not even hardly even stop, but just keep his momentum and speed the opposite direction. Uh, it's you know things like that. I look at and I'm just kind of like, eh, you might be overdoing it here, and you know, like it's one of those things we'll see when it comes out, and you know, again, like like we talked about earlier, you know, they could tune it. And then they tune it too far. Now, that's another one of the issues. Is a lot of times if something is overdone, when they tune it, they tune it the, like the exact opposite. Yeah. They don't try to find the middle ground, which is what I don't understand. Like, if it's if it's too much, don't make it to where it's too little. Find the middle. You know, like because again, it, Mahomes should be able to escape better than Ben Roethlisberger or you know someone like that. But I still think that. Just that one play that they showed, it made it kind of made me cringe to think, "Oh man, this is going to be <laughs> it, like everyone's going to be everyone in online leagues is going to be looking for mobile quarterbacks yeah. in the drafts. They're going to want more mobile quarterbacks, you know, for this very reason." Yeah. And so, you know, it's like bringing back Michael Vick age, and no one wants that. So, I don't know. And you know, that's just speculation. I haven't I haven't played it myself. Just like you said, just based on what I saw, that was my takeaway from it. Yeah, it's a tough party. You know, I wish you or I could have been at EA Play. That would have been a ton of fun. And we didn't get to play it in hand. But, And I think it, it's important to note that yesterday was played on arcade, at least what we got to see. Um, I don't, I'm don't. i not 100% sure. My assumption would be that the guys who got to play it, the experts, those, the Hollywoods, those kinds of guys out there that were there at EA Play and got to play it. Hopefully they got to play it on different modes. That will be a good question to ask those guys. Um Arcade, you expect to see some of that stuff. You expect to see the quick twitch, the no speed, um, the play with Kamaro, right, where um, you know he takes the, the, the angle route, two spins and a juke move, and he's in the end zone. Like You expect those kinds of plays, and hopefully that's tuned down and turned down for the other modes. Um, but I like what you've seen. I like that it feels more fluid. I like the fact that if I'm trying to hit a hole – that I can make a little twitch of a move and, and hit the hole that I want to hear, hit. And I'll also say that I, I fully understand what EA Play is. I think it's important to keep EA Play in its proper perspective in the context that, that it's a, it is a marketing tool and nothing more. I mean, the, the, there are much cheaper ways to get the game in hand and get feedback and get excitement if that's what you're trying to do. This is that's not what they're trying to do. They're not, I mean, they may... You know, an offspring of this may be, oh, yeah, we do get to get some feedback and we do get people out there talking about the game, but it's a marketing tool to create excitement and hype for the casual gamer, the biggest portion of the audience that will spend the money on the game, the guys who will go out and buy the game on drop date and then be done in September and off to the next EA release. That's what they're trying to reach and that's what EA Play is designed for and the rest of us are trying to glean what we can glean from it which is why we've seen it on arcade mode the big plays the crazy plays right that's that's what we know the casual nfl you know watcher and madden game player again that's going to play this game for a couple months and then move on to the next ea release that's what they're looking to get build excitement for but what are your overall thoughts? I know that we got to, there's a ton of information out there, and I know over the next few days we'll get even more. And at Grown Folks, we'll make sure that we blast it out so that we share anything that we see that comes across our fingers. Um, but there is a lot of excitement. And you and I had this 
you know, part one of the podcast that we tried to do, we had this really interesting conversation. Uh, and just FYI, if this one gets shut down too, I am like recording this one, so we can definitely put it back up in a little later. But um, I think what happens is people go to EA Play, they play the first phase of this game. It's not quite finished. Um, but then again, talking about the casual gamer, the people who spend the most money on this game, all of this feedback starts coming in. Uh, and they try to change the game to fit everybody. And when you try to fit everybody, you end up fitting no one. And the game that we get in August is not the same game that we have in November, which is not the same game we have in January. And the game in the past has progressively gotten worse. Um, I've talked to developers. I'm not a developer. It's way over my head. People who make much more money than I do uh, understand these things, but they say for every bug that you fix, you actually uncover two to four more bugs, and then you just end up chasing your tail. And so EA and Madden and the uh, the team, I'm assuming, has to pick and choose their battles of where they're going to go with this. Um, and so... I think that the reason there is so much hype, so much excitement, and you say this, and I'll, I don't want to steal your thunder, and I'll let you say it again, but there is that, like, it's new, it's fresh, there's that excitement of something different in our hands. I think I think we can all agree with the news that this game is going to be different. One, love it or hate it, is up in the air. Better or right. worse is up in the air, but it will be different, and I think different is an improvement because people have said it's just felt like the same game over and over and over the last few years just repackaged but this game is going to play different uh but there is that newness factor but i also think that the game may be better here now and in august than it is later because of all the changes but what are your overall thoughts from everything that we've seen read and heard um well one thing i wanted i wanted to uh, make a note on was that alvin Kamara play that you're talking about that was actually played on sim mode. If you go back and watch the video, that was the only video that oh, was shown. Oh, God. That, that makes me worry yeah. then. Well, I know. But that was actually played on sim mode. But see, and that takes me back to my point that I talked about when we got shut down earlier about, you know, I understand from a business standpoint they have to cater to different customers. And like you said, the casuals may be their larger customer base. But they made these three modes they should play differently to cater to the different customers that they have and that they're trying to cater to instead of trying to mix mix it all up and put it all together. Because what you saw there, you noted, it seemed it looked like something that you would expect to see on arcade mode. And it did. He caught the ball, and then he made a spin and a juke and a spin, and he's in the end zone. It's like, that looks like arcade mode. And if that's, what, if that's how someone wants to play, that's fine. That's what arcade mode should do. But the game should be coded to when you switch that switch to comp or sim, it should play differently from each one of them. Each one of them, it should play differently. Otherwise, I don't really see a point in having the three different modes. It's, it's, I mean, they do play slightly different. There's a slight difference, right? The arcade mode is more explosive plays and stuff like that. Stuff is overpowered and overblown. Then you got your comp mode where they don't really have injuries and penalties. That's really about the only differences there are between those in sim mode. And it should be a greater difference to cater to the different customer bases that they have. I don't know why they don't do that, and it frustrates me to no end. Because, like, I mean, like you said, that play looks like something that you would see in arcade mode, but it, that was an actual sim mode play. So, you know, that frustrates me from that standpoint. I don't know why they spent the time 
making the developers make these three different modes that barely play that much different. So, um, I know overall, I, I don't know. It, like you said, it's definitely going to be different. It's going to be a different game. Whether we like it or whether we hate it, that's up in the air. But I do think, you know, with the X factors that they're adding and stuff like that, it's definitely going to feel different. Um, the passing trajectory stuff, I still, just from the videos, I didn't really notice that much difference. I've seen a, a few pass plays. That yeah, I, I didn't thought either. That it looks just like what I saw. There was one pass play, I think it was a, I think Ben Roethlisberger was the one who threw it. He threw it to the left-hand side. It was a receiver cutting over in the left about 15 yards deep. Two linebackers were chasing him, and he led him out farther to the left. But that looked just like something that I would do in Madden 19. So I don't know. I, you know, again, I don't know. I haven't played it. I'm just saying, based on what it looked like, that didn't really look in, in that much different. So yeah, I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see. Um, I do think it'll be a little different, um, but we'll have to see. You know, like I said, once once we get it in our actual hands and see what's what's going on, and then you know, <laughs> two months later, how's it playing after that? Yeah, because that's that's really the last few years. That's really been the big crutch that has really just it's broken. You know, it's just they they've taken things and swung it too far from one side to the other, and they just don't find that middle ground. Um, and again, you know, and it's, it's, this is something I've often wondered if if they really wanted those three different game modes to play different. When they're asking people for feedback, why aren't they asking them to specify what mode you're talking about? Yeah. You know, like, so they're not doing that because they're not actually trying to make it play different on the different modes outside of maybe on arcade mode, the players have a boost in their abilities. You know, in top mode, they just take out penalties and injuries, you know. But it's not really playing that much different because they're not actually... When they're taking that feedback, they're not actually looking for, well, are you playing this on arcade mode? Is that what you're talking about? Do you want to see it like this, play like this, or are you playing on sim mode? I've always found it odd that they added those, but they never asked that question. That's a good point. Yeah, I think that I said this in the first podcast. The Kamara play concerned me, and it's even more concerning uh, that you picked up that it was on sim mode. Again, it's not a finished product, and who knows, right? And... It was also with his X Factor fully engaged. And so, I, look, there are definitely some concerns. I think everyone who runs a CFM that is, you know, I hate this word nowadays, but SIM, quote-unquote SIM, which just basically means you have rules that govern your gameplay. Um, it's concerning, as is the quarterback running that you talked about in the quarterback movement. But, again, I don't want to pass judgment. So we've seen literally – I mean, I'd go back and look, but like four plays, if I remember correctly. I mean, it just, it wasn't a lot. Um, I would say I'm super excited about X Factor. I said this in the first part one. Like, I I think that that is a good thing. I think it's good that individual players will have individual feel and individual skill set. Kamara, Kamara in the past, that type of player, like an NFL really great player, but on the game, 88 speed or whatever, they were down a notch from what you see in real life, right? And that was because speed is always going to be semi a king here. And I think with X Factor, it allows that ability for those players to not 
be almost useless or be like a downgraded version of what the real life player is. I'm interested to see is A, how overpowered is it going to be? I think there's always going to be a level of overpoweredness because it's a new thing. They want people to use it. They want people to really feel it. And so I wouldn't be surprised if that's tuned a little bit or if, look, the CFM community is a smart community. They'll figure out how to tune it in some way, form or fashion. Um, I'm also really, really intrigued about how's it integrated into drafts? Do we only have two or three players coming out with it? Do we have 55 players coming out with it? Is it half the draft coming out with the X Factors? Can X Factors be developed? Like there's just a lot of questions about how this is going to work in drafts. And then what abilities do you have in the custom draft? Are the custom drafts going to go away this Madden? Are they still going to be there? And then X Factors is an, an editable section. If so, does that allow us to go into the current rosters and edit that? So it's just a, some questions about how it will actually work. Um, and then I'm interested in, you know, again, I've, I've kind of put his stuff over a couple times, and that's because he's always been really cool to me, but Expert is out there. You can see his video that's on Daddy Leagues right now. Uh, go support his stuff. He'll put out stuff. Hollywood's another guy that I really enjoy, both of which I'll have on our Grown Folks podcast uh, called Press Pass Live here soon. So little plug for our Press Pass Live podcast. Give us a subscribe. We always try to start those podcasts out with an interview, and then we get into the OMFL Madden talk. Um, but I'm interested to hear from those guys that got to play. What mode did you play on? What did it feel like? Did you play on multiple modes? Did they feel different? Was there, you know, a, a the gameplay style did it play differently in those different modes so those are some of my questions about how will it work and what will it feel like but overall i guess the question i want to move to you before we move to what's still missing and what's still out there is like are you more excited today less excited or still optimistic pessimistic where do you stand with what we've gotten up to this point and i'll add i think that we talked about it the game's going to play different, and I also have to give it to them. Whether you love it or hate it, I think people have made a good point on Twitter. It's, I hate Madden. I'm never going to buy it. I'm, I'm lighting you know, my torch and grabbing my pitchfork, and everybody should boycott Madden and just all of this talk that's out there. And then in the same voice, mad because they can't get a, a beta code. But wait a second, weren't you just mad two seconds ago that you couldn't, that you were boycotting Madden? Like, and now you're up. It's, 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 look, the Madden community can be, uh, you know, an addict sometimes and like fiending for their fix and yet spitting on the very thing that they say they don't need a fix for. And so uh, I will say that they're at least putting out news this year and they're really going above and beyond I think to get news out there now whether you like the news and whether you think it should be more or less or whatever that's your personal feeling at least we're getting news because I remember two years ago it was July and we still had no news at all about the game and people were pretty frustrated about that we talked about it on our daddy leagues the talk podcast about how there were just no news at all but Overall, what are your feelings? What are your thoughts? Are you more optimistic, pessimistic, is excited, not excited? What are you feeling? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm about where I was before, really. Um, I'm, you know, I, I didn't really take any, a lot away from what they showed yesterday. Um, I take everything that people say at EA play with a grain of salt because it is new and fresh. And, you know, and again, we, we know whatever comes out in August may not be that way in September. So, yeah. 
and, and I can't I can't go by anything but EA's track record, and it stinks to me. That's just bottom line. It, and, and not just Madden. If you look at what they've been doing with in their other games in the last couple of years, they've all been taking big hits because they're not producing quality anymore. It's not just Madden. That's that's the, that's the problem. It's not just Madden. You know, Anthem was a flop. You know, the Star Wars games was the flops. Yeah. Both of them. You know, and this is Star Wars. I mean, how do you screw that up? So, with the EA, with the EA's track record, I don't have high hopes because I can't. I hope that they can prove me wrong. I hope that they can. I just don't see it because it's like we talked about. You know, it just seems like they want to take feedback from everyone and put it all together and say everyone play this one way, even though we've got three different modes that really don't play a lot different. I mean, I don't, I'm just I cannot be hyped about it. I just can't. I can't. I've gotten to the point, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me fifteen yeah. times. Me, I've gotten to that point now. I'm just like I cannot get hyped over this. I, I just can't. Um, just want to play different. I hope that it plays better. Um, I understand the people who, you know, talk about boycotting it. I, I support that. If you feel like that it's not good, you shouldn't give them your money. And if you if you really want to buy it because it is an NFL title, I think go out and buy it used a few weeks later. Or, you know, wait a few weeks and it'll be half price because that's that's what they've been doing with all of our games recently. So um, I understand that point of view. Um, but at the same time, it's going to be what it's going to be. And, it's, yeah. and we can give the feedback, and whether they're going to do anything about it or not, that's up to them. It's basically going to be based on the people above them and what they tell them they can and can't do. And that's and that's really where the issue lies, is the people above the devs. Um, but um, we'll, we'll just have to see. I mean, it's I could have swore they said that they were going to do another blog on franchise. Like they said this a few weeks ago when they did the franchise blog, and they haven't said anything about that since, so I'm kind of curious about that. One thing I was wondering in franchise, will it, like in the game planning screen, will it show you players that you're getting ready to play against who has the X factors? Like, let's say you're playing the Chiefs, will it show you that they have Mahomes and like two other players, like Heal or something that has X factor? Will that show you in the game planning part so that you can be planning that in your game planning, or is that like left out? I'm kind of curious about that. They haven't mentioned that, but it's something I was thinking about yesterday when I was looking over this stuff. Um, but I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. Well, let, let's go there, right? Let's talk about what's missing. And that's why we do this podcast, too, because I know that you and I have kind of two opposite views but run similar style leagues. And so, you know, that's why we do this podcast together. But let's talk about what's still missing out there what what's the information that like you just said with the franchise what else is out there that's still missing that you really want to get some answers to well that that first thing that i mentioned there is one thing that i would i would really like to find out um and like you mentioned about the um, draft classes how are how is that yeah i'm super interested in that if you want to do custom classes are you able to edit the like what x factors they have or how does that work? If you take a player who's not an X factor, but then you have him up to one, how does that change? And what determines what X factors he gets? Is it a random thing or is it based solely on just his attributes or what, you know, some of those things that I'm pretty interested in. I'm always interested in, um, actually seeing the rookie draft classes and anyone who does get a beta code, I would ask that you please check that and see, if they actually match up with the stock roster that it comes with, um, 
DA always seems to fail at that, even though they say that they worked really hard on it for some odd reason. Every year they seem to just totally miss doing that somehow. Um, I'm interested to see how all that plays out, you know, as because the, all I play is online franchise. That's the only reason I even mess with the game is because of the league. Um, um, you know, they don't really talk much about Coach Glass, which I think is a great thing. I hope it's still in. Oh, like God, to, me too. I would love to see them integrate that and use Coach Glass information on player tendencies and player play calling into online leagues to use, like, time to meet with coordinators to, like, give you suggestions. Like, you know, there's, there's a place play suggestion screen in the game. You know, I would love to see in the franchise where you can go to the suggestion plays and it'll tell you based on your opponent and what he does in that CFM based on his play calling what he might be getting ready to run and what you should run to counter it. I would, because that's what a coordinator does, right? In the NFL, that's what real coordinators do. They study your opponent, they find out their tendencies, and they tell you, I think this is what's going to happen. You need to, you know, look at running this. Or you know, They give you that helpful information. I would love to see the suggested plays in franchise be based off solely off of that individual opponent in that franchise, what, he, what his tendencies are. I would love to see that. Like, and I'm hoping next year they're going to add coordinators because I know that's something that they've been, people have been hitting them hard on. If they do it, I would like to see them turn it in to this, you know, using that information that they already are gathering. Yeah. Using using that information and making it a very useful tool. Um, I would love to see them update the MCA app for online leagues. There are so many things that they could do dealing with, you know, trades and um, drafts, signings signing free agents, just all kind of, you know, spending your XP points even, you know, there's so many things that people who play in online leagues who don't have a lot of time yep. when they're at home would love to be able to do when they're out on the go with their phone. And they should yep. be able to. It's 2019 and it's very feasible that these things should be done. They put this app out years ago. I guess it's been three years now and they've not really updated it since for online leagues. And I don't really, you know, it's like they just made it and just dropped the ball. I was like, well, yep. here you go bare minimum but this is it you know i would love to see that updated that's something that they don't, they don't even mention anymore um there's just i don't know man there's just so many things that you know going into front end loading and back end loading contracts um scouting i would love you know i seem like they said that they had redone something in scouting but they haven't really told us what yeah i thought we had heard that contracts weren't going to be changed but maybe i'm wrong on that i i thought that there definitely was some contract news that had came out but i could be totally wrong there, there was some but they didn't really give any detail and that's what i'm saying like yeah. there's some change to contract but we don't know can you front end and back end load them or what you know they just don't give us good detail on that so those, those are some of the things that i feel like they need to put this information out and like actually give us real details on how this thing, how these things work out. There's just, I don't know, man, you know, the, there's just a lot of different things in there that they kind of have, have us hanging on. So yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know that we'll ever get this, um, but I'm also very interested about, we know that the new PlayStation Xbox, they're both dropping in the next year or two. Um, probably next year's uh, some of our assumptions but definitely within the next two years some of me wonders how much time is needing to be dedicated to that how much you know i know that the big thing that we've seen many videos about was that from 
PlayStation 2 to 3, 3 to 4, that they would almost have to rewrite the game. And so they made a move to a system where they wouldn't have to do that. And so my hope is that as long as that's still a thing and they're not having to completely revamp this game, can they just continue to slowly take steps in the right direction, right? Can we just move the game forward? And that's something that we can all agree we haven't seen up to this point. Now, we're hearing... 19 to 20 will be a step in that direction but we haven't truly seen it from 17 18 18 to 19 um and so that's one of the things that i'm interested that's just kind of out there and just something that i want to think about the other the things i think that are missing for me is kind of what we talked about the different play modes do they actually play different the x factors the drafts i'm very interested in how that works out um i i just just personal opinion. I, I don't get that caught up over coaching carousels. I don't get that caught up over um, contracts. Like I am the reason for me again in my league. It just becomes more stuff I have to manage and more stuff for guys to find loopholes in and find how to use to their advantage. And that stuff is pretty frustrating. I hope that the player progression system has only improved and not going backwards. I personally really like how it is now and if there's some steps and some tweaks they can do to it but man please don't go back to where guys can start putting it where they want and like just just it just gives me more stuff as a commissioner that i have to manage and that i have to do um yeah and so like i don't have a ton of missing stuff i yeah we could get super in depth like you and like coach's glass which is a thing i use every time i play i think it's a super under talked about undervalued aspect to madden that that, that's been out there if you don't use coach's glass man you're doing yourself a massive disfavor that is a freaking awesome awesome tool how could they go a step further with that but then i guess my counter argument to that would be do you really want them using the time to make coaches glass better or would you rather see them use that time to add in that coaching carousel here's here's the thing that i think and maybe there is a very real reason um you know the reason we don't get ambulances the reason we don't get you know helping players off of the field right the the flying off of helmets is because nfl is like no we don't want to present our game that way the concussions all that stuff so i get that is there a reason that we can't export rosters because if you allow me to export rosters to play an offline head-to-head i mean an online head-to-head a non-ranked game with that's a game changer like that is an absolute like to me again just my personal view beyond coaching carousel which is a freaking another thing i have to manage and another thing guys are going to take advantage of and another thing i got to put rules around contracts another thing i got to manage another thing i got to put rules around so that guys don't abuse it because they will guys will find the loopholes in every single thing they add to this game that's just competitiveness of humans um beyond like all that stuff that you're actually just making more work for me to manage and and i personally would rather it doesn't add that much to the game and it just adds more work than it adds um great things like if it's offline right if it, like in the offline mode that's awesome but you know i would much rather let me export my roster let me be able to play three seasons week four roster that i have in my cfm against someone else three seasons week four against their team where now i can now 
play with my same roster. We could play tournaments. We could like there's just so much more that I could add to my experience for my owners and get more buy-in and more, um, you know, uh, just in, you know, in, inclusiveness, more just everything. Like that would be a super exciting addition, um, and it's always at the top three of my wish list of Madden that I know is not on the top three and and not even really thought about for most people, but. For me, that would be a really, really big addition, um, which kind of brings me to my last subject as we kind of start to land this plane, and that's the closed beta. I know that you have some pretty um, strong feelings about closed beta. I know that we, we talked about them and, and heard about them yesterday, but uh, it was announced that the, the closed beta is out. Um, I personally feel like it is going to be a closed beta, but not a closed beta, if that makes sense, right? Like, I think there are going to be so many codes out there um, and so many things that are just floating out there that m- most people who put forth any type of effort are going to get their hands on it. And um, my hope is that people that matter, like you, like like League Crawlers and, and Madden Baller Leagues and, you know, all these really great leagues that are out there, our partners at Grown Folks, uh, the Soden Bowl, like, I hope that everybody who needs to get their hands on it gets their hands on it. But what are your thoughts about the closed beta and what are you hoping comes out of this? Well, I'm I'm not a fan of the closed beta. Um, I feel like if you're truly – I mean, there's so many games out there. And EA actually uh, – EA Battlefield – one and five both had open betas and it just blows my mind that it, like for, for whatever reason they feel like they have to make this some type of special seclusion that you yeah. get into if you want feedback let people give you feedback but um, do, do we really think that they want feedback no i don't that, i think i think feedback is stage oh, two oh. right feedback is 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 the offshoot of what they really want and, right. and again, and I know that you have super strong feelings, and I don't want to turn it into that, but it's a business, and what they really want is hype and the excitement, and they want media coverage. That's what they yeah. really want, and yeah. feedback is secondary. And I think that some of these guys like Clint and like these guys who like that's what they do, they really care about that. But ultimately, right. they don't own EA. They don't own the Madden franchise. Like they, they're going to get paid one way or the other, and the company itself is really only interested in – um, the media hype, and I think the developers are like, okay, we understand that, so we're going to have to do this, but what can we try to glean from it? And and that's the feedback. Right. Well, and that's that's the thing that gets that bothers me, just from a personal standpoint. Sure. Is it's it's really just a marketing tool that they're using, and they're using all these people to do all these retweets and all this other stuff to either get followers for the people that like their influencers, which the fact that they named that they came out and just gave them that name it used to be game changers now they call them influencers yeah. it says everything about it personally um but you know most of them are like well read you know you got to follow me and retweet and do this and do that and you might get a code well that's great and if you don't well now you're following this guy which is what he wanted um i just don't like that i just it, it's a gimmick to me i don't like it if you are really concerned about feedback open the beta let people who really care about the game actually give you real feedback Another thing that I really, that really, I really dislike, and I know a lot of people say, well, online leagues are like a minority group or whatever. And that's fine. But they clearly make things for online leagues. Sure. The, MCA, the MCA app by itself was made for online leagues. Sure. So offline people don't really use that. Um, so 
what I would like for them, because, you know, we have these talks and we, you know, we, we both of us talk to many other commissioners, um, people who run other communities. And we, every time something is announced, automatically our brains as commissioners are firing on, like you just said, what kind of problems is this going to cause in the league? What kind of problems is this going to cause me that I'm going to have to deal with? Am I going to find a way around this? Things like that is why I feel strongly that they should have some type of subdivision or whatever you want to call it of people. If even if you're going to give a closed beta, they need to pick not just one or two leagues. They need to pick numerous leagues, get their commissioners in there and get some of their players in there. Let them help test these things in the beta stages so they can bring up the issues that are going to come up in the online leagues so that EA can get ahead of them. Even if they can't get them all fixed before launch, if they can start working on those things before it launches, it can help out drastically when it does launch. And, and we know that that happens because, from what I understand, and I could be totally off base, but how it was kind of framed to me that one of the big reasons we have an app is, is because of Daddy League's influence with people at EA and their ability to say, oh, yeah, we need to get an app because of this service that hits a very large portion of our audience out there. And so, like, they already have some built-in relationships where they could actually go to Daddy League and say, hey, give us the top 30, uh, you know, um, uh, communities out there, uh, leagues out there. Give us the top 30 active leagues, and we're going to send out 30 codes, one to each of them, to, to let someone there play and give us feedback. So we know that there are some mechanisms there that could be tapped if they want it to go that direction. Yeah, and, and that's, that, that just, you know, because that's the only thing that I, that's the only reason I play Madden, that's the only reason I even care yeah, about it. me too. And, you know, and it's not just about me, it's not just about my league. You know, I talk to, the, we talk to these other guys too, and each league is different, which is, you know, it has its own thing, but at the same time, we all feel a lot of the same ways about gameplay. We all feel a lot of the same ways about different ways that franchise works, and like, looking for bugs, and like, seems like a couple of years ago um but and actually i think it even worked last year it was it was a known thing by a lot of people if you like if you had to resign a player all you simply had to do was go in and bump up his salary two points of whatever it was and bump up his bonus two points or whatever it was and 90 percent, 95 percent of the time they would accept it on the first first go um there's there's just little things like that that people as commissioners, we know people, like you said earlier, they will try to find oh, yeah. a, a way to abuse something. And so our minds and, are automatically geared to try yeah. to find and And to me, that's what frustrates me, that they don't include more online commissioners. And even in, even like you, like you were saying, like they can give six codes to each league, one to the commissioner, and he can give out five to his player, and like five players that he picks or whatever. You know, and let these people who know whose mindset is already because you know the devs they might play in online leagues but they don't play probably in online leagues as much like what we've no i doubt it but people like us and i'm not saying give me a code give you a code i'm just saying i want to see more online league commissioners all together involved in the betas so that they can go through and prop and try to problem solve or find things that they can see people will take advantage of so they can get it out to ea and put it in front of them and say, this is going to be a problem for online leagues, and you need to go ahead and start working on this now. Um, so that, that's just my feeling on the beta. It's, it's just marketing. I wish that they would include more online league commissioners just in general. Um, 
So because it is it's a different beast than offline, you know. Yeah. And, and and they should include offline people too. I'm not saying you know don't include them, but I'm just speaking from my own personal experiences and people I've talked with. It seems like online commissioners kind of get left out to dry a lot. So I, I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, and I think some of these YouTube guys um, are actually you know as their influences they're they're actually the guys causing a lot of issues in cfm because they'll point out the money plays and they'll point out the gimmicky plays and they'll point out the flaws and then you know i know i've I've got one owner who's a part of my board he knows he drives me insane but the truth is that guys are finding it with or without his help but he'll point out hey here's the latest youtube video we need to watch for this right and it's like how to get an instant sack in three steps of this play call, right? And it just drives me insane that that stuff is out there. Um, but I get it. And I would just say that um, I think that the closed beta is what it is. And it you know, love it, hate it, indifferent to it, whatever it is, this is the world that we live in. And it's a, a marketing world and that's what this tool is going to be for and i hope and i do think that some of the guys like clan and, and the other people on the team um that maybe are well less well known will try to glean as much as they need from it my biggest concern is like will they sit in a room and look at all of the feedback and try to find maybe one or two common themes and not just like chase their tail by like chasing around feedback from all ends of the spectrum and it's it's like okay look at all of it and throw the bottom end of the spectrum away throw the top end of the spectrum away what's kind of in the middle that is common themes and what's the one or two tweaks that need to come from that i just think that we'll, we would get less of that rubber band effect that i know um, tends to happen sometimes um Clyde, thanks so much for being on the stream today we know we did it at a little bit of a weird time with pooty working and um, my church service was actually canceled today our pastor was sick and so um we had time and we wanted to knock it out uh, while we could um he brings up a couple of cool points, though, that we could talk about real quick before we wrap up the show. Um, one, he talked about spamming the hit stick. And I know that they put in some things to, to try to help with the spamming the hit stick, but there are some dudes that are just really good at timing it. And he said, you know, what if there were that ability that if you spam it, it's a higher grade? If you hit the hit stick, that it is a higher chance of injury, even for your defensive player, right? Because we do see that. I think the NFL would squash that. I do think it's a super cool idea, though. I think it'd be a neat addition that, you know, I don't know how it works, but if it was like, you know, 20% more chance of injury every time you use the hit stick. And now guys are really having to pick and choose when they use that thing um, because outside of whiffing and missing, um, there really isn't that big of a payment. And the other thing he talked about, would be the auto flip of personnel, which I think would be a really awesome addition. And I, I'm sure somebody's thought of it. If not, then that's a really great thing that needs to be out there in the world. And so there is the auto flip of play and coverage, and your players will move the coverage depending. But an auto flip in personnel, and that way if the play comes out um, – you know, flipped that your personnel will actually flip as well so that strong side, you know, plays the right position, weak side, so on and so forth. I think those are two really neat ideas, but I see that you kind of read them and want to get your thoughts as we put a bow on the show. Um, well, I, I agree with both of those things there. Um, I do like using the hit stick myself, 
I'm not great at it. I do like using it. Damn head so, sticker. Well, just because I like that's one of the things that I miss about football is the hard hits. You know, sure. They try to, I understand player safety. I get all that, but it's just why I like football. Um, it's physical. Um, but I, I do, I do agree. And, um, what he's saying about, you know, if you're, if you're using, like, let's just say you use one particular linebacker and you do it all the time. He has 10 hits like that a game, you know, halfway through the season, I would expect it wouldn't be a surprise if he was hurt now. And like he was saying, you know, I'm, we all understand why the NFL is not going to allow them to have concussions in the game because it's a sore point. They don't want anything even mentioned about it. So I get that, but you could do something like a broken collarbone, yeah, you know, or dislocate a shoulder or, you know, there are other injuries that they could throw in there and that it could punish you. Not, not every time, you know, not, you could use one guy one season and he has a hundred hit sticks and he doesn't get injured. Yeah, but which is season, ridiculous. Right, but the next season he might come out and his first one he does it and he's out for the season. You yeah. know, just something should be. I agree, something should be thrown in there to make it to where you, you're going to pay a consequence if you're overusing. You know, because like like you mentioned, they did add in the thing. I think it was last year or it might have been the year before. I can't remember anymore where. It is harder to hit with a hit stick, and if you mistime it, then your guy is basically just taken out of play because he's like in this stuck in this stupid animation where he looks like he's drunk and falling over. Um, so I did like that they added that to like give it some penalty, but like you said, there are still some guys who are just so good at it. It would it would be nice if you know, and I can, I think this I think this was two K that did this back in the day. Like they had an injury system where you saw the whole body of the player. Yeah. And then, like, you would see areas that would be yellow or something. Yeah. That, like, you needed to rest some or whatever. Something like that would be really cool, I think, to add into the game, especially for franchises for these type of reasons that we're mentioning here. Or, like, if you're overusing the guy. You yeah, because you don't have that right now, right? You don't have players that are sat even without an injury because, you know, they could get injured because they're, yeah. you know, a red ankle, you know, because they've ran the ball – 500 times in three weeks right i i do agree that would be a super cool addition yeah and you know um right now like i said we don't have that so people can just overuse a player and injuries just seem totally random i mean you can have a guy injured that's not even doing anything on the play and he hasn't been used much but somehow he's out for eight weeks or whatever um so a system i think would be good to have added um anything that makes an owner think anything that engages an owner and again i i know i'm I know that people would grossly disagree with me, and I don't disagree with them. I understand the, the want, the desire for coaching carousels, for contract, you know, more deeper, you know, edibility for contracts and backloading and frontloading, all that. Like, I understand all that. But again, my point of view only is that those things are going to be taken advantage of. And I think after one or two seasons, the – the gimmickness of it is going to wear off. And it's like, okay, we all have our coaching staffs after season one. Now what? And, okay, you've learned how to backload contracts, and now I've got to go create three rules so that we mix it up and we have free agency. Uh, give me exported rosters, right? Now I can go and I can play with my team more. I can be engaged more. 
give me this injury system where now I have to think about my roster. I have to think about who's starting. I got to think about who I'm developing. I got to think about who my backups are. Like now you're intriguing me as a commissioner. Now you're getting me something I can play with. Now we're cooking with gas. I can give my owners something that is engaging them, making them think through their rosters, making them think through their contracts, making them think where they're spending their money, how they're developing their players. Because right now, they figure that crap out in the first month, and it's autopilot for the rest of Madden, and we get super teams, or we, you know, there's really not a lot of thought that has to go into it. It becomes very disengaging. Guys start unplugging when the summer gets here, and now I'm having to create new gimmicks to get them to plug in. Whereas if we have these things that we've just talked about in the last 10 minutes, now my owners are engaging on their own. So that's always kind of... The reason that I want things that are added that engage my owners and keep them thinking, personally, I don't think we get there with coaching carousels. I personally don't think we get there with um, contract edits and front-loading back. I get why people want it. I just don't think it engages owners the way an entry system like you guys just talked about would, the way uh, exporting rosters would. Like, imagine the possibilities for an NBC and a OMFL cross uh, league tournament in the middle of December when a lot of people have time off with giveaways because now you can play with your NBC team and I can play with my OMFL team. Like now we're getting engagement. Now we're adding some things that really get people talking and get excitement built. Um, I'm sorry, it just doesn't get me there uh, because I hired a special teams coordinator that gets me, you know, a one point boost to all my special teams players. Yeah, well, actually, it's funny that you mentioned the thing about the exporting rosters. That's something that I too have been asking for, and one of the first things that came to my mind about asking for it was when you have a bye week. For all the guys in the online league who have a bye week, they hate it because mm-hmm. you don't get anything, and that would be a great time to be able to take your team play the other guys who have a bye week and not you know it doesn't really go towards anything but it lets you you know it lets you try new plays that you're not you may not want to play in your league games because you you know you you kind of want to stick to plays that you like but you want to try out new plays and that's a good place to do it um and one thing um i think this was in madden 10 they used to have communities in the game right and it, what yep. it was is you could invite people to your communities and you could like match up head to head online in those communities now and i thought this then and i still think this today that would be a great thing to bring back bring in like you're saying bring in the exporting of your rosters to those communities right so you could have you can have communities like you're saying and even and even added on to that which i know this would take 20 years for ea but um add in tournament brackets you know you can be in the tournament in the community you know, and then you just invite the guys that's already in your community that you've gotten in the community, and you, you know, you know, we could take different different places, you know, different leagues could join different communities. You could have your whole leagues, yeah. like six leagues in the community. You could have a tournament bracket in that community. You daddy leagues, your, right? A daddy leagues community that hosts well, uh, a Christmas tournament, right? Yeah. Uh, daddy, um, daddy leagues did a uh, tournament last year yep. about this time. I think um, it was a little different, but. You're, you were you were stuck playing head to head, you know that was the only way to do it. It's just the only way the game allows it. Um, but yeah, there, there could be all kinds of different things that all kinds of different people could set up communities, and then you could export your rosters. You could do you could do it however you wanted. I mean, you could you could set it to where you only use 
the stock rosters or whatever. You know. Let, let me even one-up you. As a commissioner, could you imagine the ability to set up a community with your current rosters and allow people to try out with the open teams that you're trying to fill so you don't get the owner who joins it three right. weeks into it, has made a bunch of moves, says, oh, this team sucks, I'm out of here. They get to play with that team right away and tell you, oh, you know what, nah, I can't really work with this, and so I'll wait. Or, hey, no, this excites me, let's do it, right? Like, just that alone would save so many commissioners time and energy and effort. I think it would be just such a great – exporting rosters would be a game-changer. Yeah, your your idea there is, a, is an excellent idea, and um, you know I, that's not something that I thought about, but that is that is a great point, and you know, and that's that's why I think it's good that, that you know we have different places where commissioners can talk and bounce these ideas, and that's why I really, really wish that EA would include some type of it doesn't have to be a game changer program or any like I don't care what you want to call it, just right. a round of online commissioners that you allow them to bring to you their ideas and things that they talk about amongst each other and these ideas like what you just brought up is a great idea that would be so I don't know any league that would be like oh I don't want that they would love it you know just just for what you mentioned let alone the other things we mentioned before that and and that's why I really I just really wish that EA would reach out to more online leagues and say commissioners and say look we know, we understand that you guys have you know, there's different problems and issues and wants and needs for an online league than it is for anything else. Just like it's different for offline leagues, just like it's different for MUT, you know, but they already have specific people that they talk to about MUT. And I, you know, and they talk to some people about franchise and offline franchise, but I really wish that they would include more online commissioners just for this reason. Like, there are great ideas like what you just mentioned out there that I've heard many people bring up, but I don't know if it falls on deaf ears or what, but that's yeah, why sure. I would I would like to see a have a more concentrated effort towards online league commissioners of getting their feedback directly from them, because each one of them normally on average I would say represents twenty to thirty two people. Most of them probably on the higher end. Yeah, there are some leagues that maybe average twenty, but you know you're you just by just by including the commissioners themselves, you're 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 reaching an even larger base because. They're asking their owners, "What would you like to see?" And that's where yep. they get these ideas. That's where we get, get that's where we get our ideas from. So, um, there, I mean, that's just you know, there's, there's so much that could be done. We all know that they have limited time, and according to the people above them, limited money, which is very frustrating with how much they make every year off the game. I'm not against anyone profiting. Let me say that there's nothing wrong with making money. That's what a business does. When you're making, you know, five hundred million dollars every year. Yeah. I think you can afford to do a little better. That's just my sure. personal opinion. Um, I think we just made the case for exporting rosters being at the very tippy top of that list. Do you agree or disagree with us? We'd love to hear your comments. And this part two really has taken on a, a new twist here at the end that I really wasn't expecting and, and wasn't on the agenda. And I think it would be a great talking point. Um, we're sorry that we couldn't show any video. We tried that in part one and YouTube said no bueno and they shut us down pretty quickly. And um, so hopefully this one's not shut down. But even if it is, I recorded it. And so this thing will go up one way or the other um but it's out there go support ea um look i'm gonna make a pitch for a couple guys that have always been super cool to me 
um, you know, the Madden Bomber League. I haven't seen a ton from them from EA Play, but I know uh, that their, you know, head media guy is out there, and so I expect some things to come out from him. Um, the Dynasty sends uh, expert out there, and, and or expert probably sends himself, but you know what I'm saying. He, he um, represents the Dynasty, so make sure to support his stuff. And then Hollywood, who just seems like the nicest guy in the world. I think we're going to try to get him on our Press Pass Live podcast next week. At least that's the hope. Um, but let me tell you about us before I tell you where to find uh, all of our Daddy League stuff. Pudi T, tell people where they can find uh, you on Twitter and where they can find out more information about the NBC. Well, on Twitter, um, under the handle uh, at P-H-T-Y-T. And, um, Could you pick right. a more convoluted name, please, that is just the most difficult thing to find? <laughs> well, you know. I, tried, I went with something that I knew that no one else would have. <laughs> oh, boy, you, you hit a home run there. I was like, I don't want to sit here all day and try to figure out, like, go through 20 different names to find one. So I went with what I figured would work, and it did. So, um, yeah, and our league is at daddyleagues.com slash MBC. Um, we have some guys that are still going through right now. They're kind of messing around, but um, we're pretty much shut down until the start of New Madden. Um, but I think we have a few spots that will be open when the new band comes out, and it's normally a first-come, first-served basis for that. Um, we just um, kind of looking forward. I think I think EA Access actually is on PS4 now, so we can actually play it, I think, nice. at the end of July. I think, we, I think we can actually play it at the end of July now, so it's only like a month and a half away. Well, as your close gamer friend, that hurt a little bit because you can actually find the NBC at grownfolksoc.com forward slash NBC. Go check them out there. Um, and oh, then I'm, okay. I, I am Nate. I uh, went by kind of real Nate for a long time, which was just a joke on the name because everybody's the real whatever. And I, was, I thought it was funny. Anyway, it's changed now. It's just Nate. You can find my personal Twitter at Nate Lejeune, L-E-J-E-U-N-E. I can tell you now, though, I am a pastor and a Christian and so a motivational speaker, all that fun stuff. And so you're that's what my personal Twitter is for. If you're looking for gaming stuff, which I'm sure you are, follow uh, my community at GrownFolksOC on Twitter and then our website, GrownFolksOC.com. Com. You can find. Holy cow! I think, I think uh, Pudi T just hit lightning speed and disappeared on us. That was a weird sound. Um, GrownFolksOC.com. You can check out the OMFL there, and of course our Daddy Leagues page, DaddyLeagues.com forward slash OMFL. We also have the OMFL two and many other leagues, seven other leagues in the Grown Folks online community, plus golf and PUBG and WWE and FIFA and like a zillion other things, uh, MLB. 2K, basketball, just all kinds of stuff. So come in and check us out. We appreciate everybody supporting us. Of course, Daddy Leagues, that's why we're here. Daddy Leagues on Twitter. Go give them a follow if you have a CFM and don't have a Daddy Leagues page. Shame on you because you're missing out. And then, of course, DaddyLeagues.com. You can check out all the latest The Talk podcasts, even back the last couple of years. They're on there, plus a bunch of leagues have posted um, their own headlines and articles. You can go check those out but make sure that you support our friends over at daddy leaks because we appreciate the support that they give us and until next time we'll give you some more madden 20 news and so we'll wait till some more stuff comes out i think the next thing will be the beta is going to be dropping here in the next what is it week or two 10 days something like that um is it the friday okay is it friday through sunday 
Uh, yeah, this upcoming Friday through Sunday, I believe. All right, so the beta will be out Friday through Sunday. We'll wait until everybody gets to play that and get some feedback. Um, look, if you're looking to give out some codes, Pooty T is the guy. He'll give you some good, honest, maybe a little harsh feedback, but it's going to be good and honest, whether it's good or bad. Um, and so we'll get some feedback, and then we'll host another The Talk podcast right after the beta is closed and talk about what we've seen and felt and heard and all that fun stuff. Until then, for Pooty T, for all the leadership here at Daddy Leaks, thank you so much for watching the podcast. Have a blessed week, and we'll see you. Peace.